Hello. We want to get a maximum of minus 12 decibels, which is where that little that little fucker is there. I'll write your name on the bottom of my shoes. Bang on. Just know you know. Normalizing it will make it um will make it the right size because I know you, I know you like um sizes important to you. Shut up! I don't know what to say to. Okay, I'm doing. I'm doing See, the like, intro you're, now. You're no, you're major. I got to turn you down. You, you got the, all this big dick energy all of a sudden. You got to just chill That's out. That's because you started talking about big shapes. About big dick. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is Lexi Thornberry, and you're listening to Talk Sexy with Lexi. Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to this. Sweetheart, sweetheart, this isn't your podcast, this is my podcast today. Um, so Talk sexy with Dave, right? Um, if, I were gonna, if I were gonna make a podcast, it would be Dave Logic. Dave Logic? That's Dave really, Logic. That's actually cool. I, uh, yeah, I think, I think a lot of things and they don't all make sense to everybody, but... Uh, yeah, that's why you call it Dave Logic. My Dave Logic has kept me alive so far, and actually, I would say I'm thriving. Like, um, I'm 27. I'm actually in a few months. I'll be 28, and I would have made it out of the, you know, 20. Uh, I, you know, I would have escaped the 27 club. 28, and in an old person's home, I'll no longer be his girlfriend, but I will be. Is you'll be my carer. carer. <laughs> you'll be my carer. I'll be geriatric. I'll be your companion. I straight up, I, I 100% believe by the time I'm about, I'm going to say 40, early 40s, I'm going to be a wreck. Um, Why? Just my body's like, I like, You're I, I, I love like, I love like a moderate little level of like abuse. Um, and As in like, exercise. No, yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not into yeah. I yeah, no, no, that's not my not my form He's of He's really kinky. That's not my form of enjoyment. <laughs> no, I'd yeah, so I'll get back to that, but no, I would say I have a tendency towards like just like a little bit of sadomasochism, which is a big fancy word for saying like I like to hurt myself a little because I think you like um where's the joy without pain? Dave, you need to like I need to explain myself a little bit better. You're not actually hurting yourself. It's just like you like the pain of exercise, right? Like you're I saying you no, love no, abuse. No, no, no. And I don't know. I don't like. I actually don't like the feeling. I don't like. Um, I like the satisfaction of having done it and being like, I'm better for it. You know, which I don't think is. Um, I don't think that's unhealthy. I think there's no sunshine without rain, and. Um, there's an awful lot of sunshine here. Baby, ask me a question. Go. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode. I'm Lexi Thornberry. <laughs> so this so week... What are you going to do? You're going to cut this up and slap it together yep. all out of order? Technically, you could, you could take any pod, any, uh, you could take any string of conversation from any of your guests, slap them together in a different order, and that's what the people see. 
that's what's wrong with oh, what, what would you call it like a digital the digital platform is so dangerous now because you can just you can twist someone's words however you like and that's what people see and that's the truth and i could go out there and say no nah, that's not how it went down but at the end of the day you've got the juice you know you've got yeah the, um, that's true scary. but like i think people that put things out of order and out of context are assholes assholes yeah that's why I... You wouldn't do that, would you? No, of course not. You definitely wouldn't make on me On one bad, of my podcasts, oh. actually, one of the people told me to take out like six major like parts... It's a good portion of, of the, the podcast. podcast. Like a lot of tea, a lot of cool things, and I took it out even though I didn't want to and it kind of made the podcast not make sense. If you were a plant, what kind of plant would you be? Um, a succulent. Would you be a succulent? I love you, man. That's a great answer. I didn't even think of a cactus. I thought of one of those like leaves that when you squeeze it, like the water comes out. You would be an aloe vera. You're juicy and you're like, like, you're you're edible. You're edible. You know you are edible, right? (laughs) Yeah. You you get it in the drink. You get it in the drink. (laughs) Like that's actually, that's actually, uh, if I were going to say, if someone were to ask me my favorite non-alcoholic beverage, it would probably be, it'd be aloe vera. You'd say aloe vera. Juice, juice yeah. Juice. With, the, with, the, <laughs> with the bits in it. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yuck. Yucky, baby. Mine would be... I, 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 I'm trying to... T- I, it was actually a compliment. Ah. Oh. It's actually a compliment. I was saying, like, I really like it. And, like, I feel like you are a succulent. And you're, like, a, you're like a yummy aloe vera. And you're, like, um, good for my skin. <laughs> <laughs> I feel... I've just felt like a fucking bitch today, you know? Why have you done that, baby? Why do you feel like a bitch? Because I just, like, I just woke up and I was like... You chose war. I chose hatred. war. No, I just <laughs> woke up sad. Why did you wake up sad, sweetheart? I don't know. Like, literally no reason. I was just like, oh, I feel kind of... I feel tired. I'm waking up. I feel tired still. And I am feel really stressed about... Like, I don't even know, know why. I know what you need, and you're going to disagree with it. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> so, you know how you um, you actually tell me just this morning, you can't imagine waking up and drinking coffee first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I told you, I can't imagine waking up and eating, taking a bite out of a piece of fruit first thing in the morning. <laughs> just not for me. I think you got to push through it, baby. You got to push through it. You gotta sip that that sweet nectar from the <laughs> from the the roasted coffee cherry, the coffee the coffee the coffee bean. And what would change your life if you as if you got the um the coffee beans that come from the little marsupial that poops it out? Have you heard of that? No. What? So there's a little th- there's what? a little there's a little creature that um it's really it's like considered like a delicacy, to um, and I think that there's a very there are unethical ways of um, producing this, but there's this little creature that runs around and eats the cherries, the coffee cherries. Probably gets a little sh- like little rush from it, but um, he poops out the, the the seeds. I don't know who's going around following these little creatures and picking up the seeds, but they do that, and it's meant to be some of the best coffee in the world. Yuck! And I think you'd like it. So I've tried it. I've tried it. I'm <laughs> so your coffee, coffee. So your coffee is like asshole flavored. I couldn't, there was, there was a slight, 
hint of <laughs> hint of shite. But <laughs> for the most part, it was delicious. <laughs> Yeah. I love how you didn't deny it. <laughs> like, no, 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 no! You can't sell shit-flavored coffee. That's not a thing. That's not a thing anywhere. But no, it actually was delicious. It was actually really good. There's a, there's a coffee out there for you. There's there's definitely a um a brand of it, and that's that's probably gonna clear up any you know morning anxiety, uh, morning blues um that you wake up with because that's that's how i push though i wake up and i'm like i'm definitely not ready for the day and i get a coffee in me and i'm like baby let's go i thought there were like lots of negative benefits to drinking coffee though because i always hear coffee drinkers trying to like cut down on their coffee um so when i've when i've tried to cut down from coffee it's been because it stops working if the coffee stops waking you up in the morning then you've got a problem you know? Oh, okay. So, so at, at the moment, the coffee is still effective, but like this morning, for example, I had a, I had my coffee, um, had breakfast and then we were talking about leaving. I was going to go do my run and I was like, I think I need another coffee and, um, two coffees, two poops, boom, <laughs> we're away. I don't think a coffee would help me though. I feel like I've just, um... I don't know, don't you have those days where you feel in a a bad mood and you can't, like, put your finger on why? Like, you know if you search through your brain, you would be like, oh, you'd, okay, you'd, yeah. that's what I'm worrying about. And usually it's not as big as you think. Yeah. I do. Um, and then I, u- I, usually <laughs> I usually drink coffee, then work out, and that's like, uh, if anybody out there suffers from the same thing you you're you're really funny because uh you remind me a lot <laughs> this sounds gross you remind me a lot of my brother <laughs> but um he's the <laughs> he's the type of dude that uh if he, doesn't, if he doesn't work out he goes crazy um yeah and he's a dad now and i don't think he works out as much as he'd like to but um you get like stir crazy you get stir crazy and that's um uh that's basically your body's saying like you need to move and if you don't move you it's you get like measurably sad <laughs> measurably sadder it's like oh it's like and i i think that's a great thing that's a great thing to know because i was i was gonna ask you earlier today you're you're a very fit healthy um athletic um beautiful just beautiful <laughs> young attractive um big chested <laughs> woman <laughs> and what i was trying to say is that you're fit and healthy and you you have like uh drive and so you work out and you know that working out makes you happy imagine if you didn't know that and you didn't have that uh those same attributes and you woke up and your body wasn't your body wasn't happy because it wasn't healthy you didn't put the right fuel and you didn't put the right uh you didn't have the right output you didn't work out and stuff it could be a lot bloody worse eh? and i'm i'm probably the same i i notice my mental health goes downhill when I stop training, but I love not training. I love, I love chilling. But at the same time, I'm very aware that like, it's so necessary. Do you think there's like something unhealthy about that though? Like, yeah, it's good that I'm healthy and I know to exercise and I know that working out and getting my body moving will make me in a better mood and make me feel better and healthier. But do you think there's something like 
bad or unhealthy about like if I don't work out I'll go stir crazy and it will affect my mood that like that much it has that strong of a hold on me that it could like ruin my day if I'm like if I feel too sluggish or if I haven't like done enough what would cause you to feel sluggish or to feel that way would it would that is it it's more of a vicious cycle isn't it it's like if you don't eat right the next day you feel sluggish yeah Uh, and then you don't work out and then you feel even worse it's like it's like a downward spiral but I, I think for you um because you have ambition and you have like just uh innate drive you won't do that you know what i mean you, you yeah. won't fall into that kind of um slump because you're very aware and like that's why that's why anybody carries ambition that's why anyone um goes out of their way to achieve something that's difficult it's because it takes discipline and it takes um a bit of uh like sacrifice to to achieve things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to do you could sit on your ass all, all day and um, chances are you'd have to work a, a nine to five and you'd have to do uh, something that you wouldn't want to do just to uh, just to exist and survive as opposed to what you're doing you're uh, you're trying to you're you're working on starting um, an industry in the health and fitness sector you're starting a podcast um, and you've got so many big dreams they're not gonna uh, you're not gonna be able to do that if you um, fall into that uh cycle of um you know week to week paychecks you know like um uh make money spend money make money spend money yeah you're, you're actually going out and taking a risk and like gambling on yourself which i think is like um the most uh reliable way to forge your own destiny or whatever you want to call it do you get that i do get that I and love that you think like that as well, you know? Yeah, because I, I'm the same dude. You are. I'm the same dude. Ju- I'm the same chick, just a dude version. <laughs> um, but we both have penises. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird one. Weird weird <laughs> willy. She got a weird willy. But hey, stop. But we were being real serious. I actually went pretty deep just then. Um, but you do have all those qualities and... I appreciate that because that makes that inspires me. And you do weird shit that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. You, or you, like you, what? You'll take risks that I'm like, that seems unnecessary. Um, but that seems unnecessary. Like the um, case in point, Lexi signed up for Love Island. She got given the contract. She got scouted, given the contract. Uh, she never showed her parents because they knew she'd, she'd that they wouldn't agree with it, and I think that's the dumbest thing, <laughs> the dumbest thing. And you know what's funny is that like, I'd be exactly like your dad. I'd be like, that's just dumb. Let, let me look at it. Let me read. It, let me read it because I want to know what I'm uh, sending my daughter or my girlfriend into. Obviously, I wouldn't. Like, if we were going out, I wouldn't wouldn't allow it um, unless it was the UK version, but. That's like a that's like a way bigger one, right? Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that yeah, shit no. like gets you set up for life. Yeah, and then and then maybe I, that and then means you can you can uh, walk me around on like a you walk me around on like a leash, and then because I'll be like your pet, right? That means that I would have to kiss all the boys. No, 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 no. I haven't seen I haven't seen enough of Love Island to actually. Yeah, watching that. I could never watch you, your, 
your Love Island, your season of Love Island. And I'm so grateful I'm, for that. My hands are clammy just thinking about they it. They are clammy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, You're sorry. sweaty, baby. Uh, but yeah, no, so going back to this, uh, you never showed your parents uh, the contract that they sent you. And I remember, I remember um, we've, we've discussed, um, you know, what happened on Love Island. And it sounds, some of it sounds like slightly unethical. And and kind of like whoa like I don't can, know what he's talking about man like, no, really like, whoa you, you can do that you can do that to to young people you can kind of just like cage them and like um it just seems very it seems very odd and staged obviously however that's that's production but um I remember you saying and I I think I can quote this um we didn't know it was going to be like this. But we didn't know that it was going to be like that the way the way it was, and it sounded like it was pretty at times uh, confronting, uncomfortable, um, scary. Uh, but at the same time, um, and saying all of that, and and I I one hundred percent believe that they were all of those things. If you just like let your dad read the contract, <laughs> he could have told you, oh these these producers like that they'll 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 use all of these clauses mm. to um get the best television which they did and i'm proud of you for making it through it and you're still lovely they really do like back you into a corner with those contracts like i don't think they need to do it to the extent that they do but they just do it so like they have all their bases covered if need be so I like understand, but also like a lot of stuff on that was unnecessary after I left the villa and I actually read the contract after that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some you contracts. Were like, oh yeah, sh- shit. They probably yeah that yeah I did sign that didn't I yeah. But there is some contracts after it was over the show, they make you sign. You don't have like a choice. Like you need to sign it. What do you mean they make you like they grab your hand? No, they're like, you need to sign this before we let you go. They make it you sign like an NDA. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? An NDA. Um that should have been signed beforehand, really. That's what I thought. Did everyone else sign it afterwards? It's irrelevant. It d- yeah, it anyway. Yeah. Um point being, I just didn't tell my parents that I was going on Love Island until I signed all of the contracts mm-hmm. because I knew that they would discourage me to go on and I wanted to do it and they don't understand what the show was. I didn't actually either because I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, you're a liar. But you if, you are, if you are listening to this and you want to go on a TV show or something like that, like just show someone other than yourself. Make sure someone reads through the contract. That's how they get young people, though, isn't it? That's how they get young people. They're yes, like, it's young, well, young, dumb yeah. people. Obviously, dumb. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're. I don't you're think I'm still, dumb. You're still a silly. I piece. think they actually tried to make me out as pretty dumb on that show. How so? Well, we had these alter egos. Me and the people I was friends with on that show, we had these like alter egos. And we would like, I was Brittany, so I would talk like this and I would talk like a valley girl from like LA and just act so stupid. But like, it was all on purpose. 
and they actually showed some of those parts with no context behind it so on the did show. He have an, were, were you talking in, in an, an American accent? Or was it not? I'm not sure. It changed oh. every time. Oh. Like, we would kind of be like, whoa, that's so good. Like, just really... It d- sounds like that's kind of how they want you to act and behave, though, anyway. Yeah, but, like, because it was such a joke. If I went on there and acted the way I act, in uh, you know, right now, they'd be like, oh, you're so not the guy for the job. <laughs> Can I say something? Um, Didn't someone, like, propose to you that they wanted you to be the next australian bachelor (laughs) uh that's um i don't know how legit that was i don't know how legit that was but i got like a d like a dm from a guy and he looked like real and he was he basically was just like opening the opening conversation and saying like hey like wondering if you'd like to um talk about potentially um, being the bachelor for like um, for, for the Australian bachelor, I think, and it was it just seemed like a little bit too weird, too kind of like no, that's I was how I was in a, I was in a relationship, so it was kind of like oh, like you're asking me. the wrong dude. Yeah, I was like, um, uh, it was just one of the things. It was like, I I I see a lot of DMs come in. And I leave them like even even ones that look like they could be really promising. I'm like, I've just got other other stuff going on right now. Why? Okay, even okay, if you weren't in a relationship, just say hypothetically, and that DM was legitimate because it sounds legit. Like, it, it I, made me kind of nervous. So eh? I was like scouted through DMs for another reality show that I did not get on to through a dm and i i was fucking terrified for a whole year of my life thinking that i was scammed into like interviews on the phone and i'm like oh my god i said so many like dumb so much dumb shit and then a year later the show came out and i was like oh my god it wasn't a scam that was the show i was like applied for wow yeah so hypothetically back to my question too why wouldn't you go on The Bachelor if you were single? It's a big... I mean, why wouldn't you be The Bachelor? Yeah, for starters, it doesn't um, it doesn't align with what I want to achieve in life. Obviously, uh, having a beautiful partner um, is, is important. Um, I was getting a back rub literally minutes, like a few minutes before we started filming this, um, and that's great. Uh, but <laughs> what the no, fuck are no, you no, talking no, sorry, about? No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is that that is great. Like I love, uh, like that. I, 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 I totally. I encourage everybody to uh, do whatever they want to do with like if they want to be on a reality TV show. Great. Um, but for me, that is very aside from what I want to achieve uh, in my um, with my youth. If you would call twenty seven years old youth. Yes, but like it is. I can only I can only do this boxing thing once um and once i'm done with boxing i'm gonna do uh i don't want to be remembered necessarily for being the guy that uh knocked that guy out um even though that's great and chances are that'll open doors being being um being able to use that platform and having those doors open 
is a lot more important to me than just being like some brute that like kicks ass um but i get respect you get respect from it but i don't necessarily want to be respected just as some kind of like fighting machine it's pretty cool though and that's kind of always been my approach to it but yeah i don't necessarily want to do i didn't want to do that i've, I've been approached for other reality tv shows that um just didn't align with my schedule which is you know i, I could I, there, there were there were a couple that you could actually make good money from just being on the show um but i'd much rather make a bit less money in order to stay on the right track because yeah boxing is very a very finite sport honestly you i don't think you could be on a, a reality show while you are like full-time boxing right now yeah no nah. there's It'd be a waste no, of time or like a waste of waste of energy there is no way like everything is so annoying and like secretive and like when you're not filming you're in a hotel room by yourself like stuck in there you need to stay in there and mm. follow all the rules like you don't have free time you can't like you would not be able to train if you went on a reality show you would have to be like okay i'm willing to give up like three entire months of not being able to train which is fucked i see those guys on like love island doing like their workouts like i don't know how long they do it for or if they do it just for the camera like 10 minutes yeah nothing oh my gosh actually i felt sluggish and out of shape on that show because you would go in there everyone would try try to like finish their workouts as quick as they can because like i don't know usually producers would pull you away and make you do something else and you're like i just did five minutes i did fucking 20 squats today and that was my workout i remember you saying you got like uh real like bloated and constipated on the show (laughs) and you know what's funny i would be i would do the same i'd be so because you'd hold in your fights yeah i've held in my fights i've i still hold in my fights like i'd still like make it i i make i make less of it slightly less of an effort than i used to to like hold them in but um i think once obviously once you start sleeping together (laughs) pretty pretty hard to like you know like in the bed pretty hard to hide it yeah yeah like um it's all were there people doing crazy farts at night oh actually gotta be when (laughs) when we had gray days which was like all filming stopped and the boys and girls were separated i don't know it's hot probably doesn't make sense but doesn't matter anyway the boys would stay at the villa all the girls would stay at a hotel for like three nights every week and then we would come back and pretend we never left and we would walk into the room and it smelled like someone took a shit on the carpet (laughs) like it smelled so bad because they would have just been letting them rip for three days you know you reckon yeah, I didn't hear any like, guys I fart. C- I can't control my farts when I'm sleeping. Eh? I'm, a, I'm a gassy dude as well. Oh, true. That's actually... You I'd do. Be, I'd, people would be like... I'd come off the show and people would be like, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> he was um, gassy bloke. That's so gassy cute. Bloke. I know you're sleeping every night when you start <laughs> letting massive farts rip. I'm like... Oh, he's sleeping with a little cutie. I startle myself. I'd like, I'd <laughs> wake do. myself up like, 
like like <laughs> that was so hilarious when we first started dating you would just like stop. go to sleep and just I'm start fighting i'm getting sweaty stop talking about it <laughs> do you want to know what my next question is for my podcast it's my podcast but yes <laughs> if i if i were an animal oh what would i be i'm a pelican think think uh, think a little bit longer about it mm. and because i'll tell you my opinion like a seashell from a crab. Not the crab, just the shell. No. Like, when you said <laughs> pelican, did you mean like a pelican or did you mean like a toucan or something colourful? Okay, no. Like okay, the animal I see you as is like, oh, like a little cuddly grizzly bear. What animal am I? You said I was one of those ugly, long-haired dogs. Yeah, if you're going to put this in, you have to <laughs> make a little highlight of that. And I'll, fi- I'll find and send you the photo. Because you are so that dog. And people would be like, I was wondering, I, I thought she looked familiar. She's that weird, long, tall dog with the long, blonde hair. And they can have, the, like, sometimes you get a little, like, ponytail on the top. Okay, what was your first impression of me? Go. Oh, man. Um, so, wait, you're talking about in person, obviously. Yeah. Wait, um, you didn't see me before you met yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, but like, I'd, uh, so I'll tell you what I was expecting. Um, yeah. and actually, you, you know, what's interesting is what I saw at face value was exactly what I was expecting. You were polite, you were beautiful, tall, you were, um, like well, like well kept. Like you're just like you're just everything everything nice, um, <laughs> and you're like p- polite and chirpy and happy, and that Smothered that was mothered in perfume as well. I do remember you smelled delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> like you'd put it on just as you got out of the car. That was a tactic, baby. Yeah. Um, and then I got to got to get to know you a bit better, and it was actually um. Did you think I was, I was gonna surprised. be before you met me? Did you think I was gonna be like? A cocky bitch or like annoying or you wouldn't really get i would have i would have been um turned off if you uh ha- like if you kind of held yourself in like like high esteem if that's no i'm not even sure if that's the right word but if you were kind of like uh I if you gave me you. any kind of snobby vibes you i'd be like oh mm. yeah immediate kind of like a bit icky gross but um you weren't that at all, which is like, which is like awesome. And I was like, I was like oh, maybe we could be friends. <laughs> we could be friends. No, bitch. But I like, wanted to be your friend. Of course, I, I wanted, I wanted to be your friend. Yeah, you wanted I'd to still, be my friend. But yeah. I distinctly remember that it took like maybe it took a while for you to like, you know, start talking to me before I talked to you. Like you would not look or talk to me. Unless I started a conversation with you. And then throughout those weeks <laughs> of first meeting you, it was like my mission to come up with new topics to talk to you about. Like, and I would have to pretend that I just thought of it. I'd be like, oh, by the way. And really, I'd like rehearsed in my head You're for the so last lame. 10 minutes. You're so lame. No, but you were like, 
I think you, you were trying to overdo like the. Yeah, I was hey, being. I'm I was not... being very respectful. Yes. Because your dad's my coach, <laughs> and and your brothers are all boxers. Yeah. And I respect them. I respect uh, your dad and your mum is lovely. She's probably like she's uh, probably the, in the top ten sweetest people on earth. Uh, so obviously I'm not going to be like, like, uh, like come at you and just be like a massive creep. You'd be turned off by that if I was. Yes. You'd be like, oh, this guy is a douchebag. Cause you thought I was a dude. You thought I was going to be a douchebag. So did your brothers. They all thought I was going to be a bit of an asshole and, um, I've won them all over and I'll, I'll be cocky about that. I like, I love your family so much. They're so good. Yes, see, you weren't sleazy, but you were like, I feel like you were really overdoing the like, I need to like, not come off that I'm trying to hit on her. But you did it to the point where you just like, would not talk to me like a normal person. Yes. <laughs> you have a question? <laughs> I think I think you're getting it a little bit twisted because you know, even now, uh, because when we'd hang out, it would usually be in the gym, right? Yeah. It'd usually be in the gym because you'd be training just coincidentally the same time I'd be training. Um, and you know what I'm like, even now I don't, um, I'm not affectionate. I'm not, um, cuddly. I'm not cute at all at the gym. When I, when I'm in the gym, it's like purely, um, focused on training because that's my, that's my, job you have to focus if you're if you're distracted in any way at training you're not going to get anywhere near as much done as you could it's like like we were talking the other day if you if you um turn your phone off or if you don't look at your phone when you're at the gym all of a sudden you realize you get your workout done like in uh, two-thirds of the time mm. so if, if i'm getting distracted by you and i'm like stopping to talk to you and like if i'm uh like starting starting my round late you know if i if i've got 30 seconds between rounds um and I want to come and uh, like hit on you. I'm gonna be late to the round. I'm gonna be late to the next round, and I'm already out of gas, out of, like, out of breath. It's just, um, I yeah. I think I think you probably you probably thought, oh man, this guy is like you know really playing a little bit too cool. But I actually just like I I always found you attractive. In the... I'm in the zone. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> about? I just told you as soon as I saw you, I was like. Oh yeah, she is hot. Yeah, hot. Yeah. Uh, when you first real, met real me, you hot. kissed my cheek, and I would just want to like put my tongue in your mouth and didn't be your, like, oh. "Didn't one of your uh, your nana think I was gay? Because <laughs> I wouldn't even look at you because I was being that respectful of your no, family. You're overdoing it so hard. Like you're if, standing right here. If I was in front of you, you would like. Turn your neck 180 degrees just to look at, like, nothing. It was so funny. Wherever I was, you were looking in the opposite direction. And I'm like, what is this guy's deal? Respectful Dave. Nah, I, li- I like that you're so in the zone when you train. I think it's really hot. Like, that's... Awesome. I like that you understand it as well because I'm not... A, like, I feel like I am, like, a bit of a... Nah, I, like, admire it. Like, you know... Just like watching someone so passionate about something they do, especially like I'm passionate, it's just like do. I, I wouldn't even call it passion. It's just like no, this is. It's what just I do. my day job, ma'am. It is, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. 
I've done this for like 14 years and uh, since I left high school, it's been my, my I'm job. not a hero. Just doing my job. Doing my job, man. No, I love that. I thought you may be like, I think I've said this on another podcast, like slightly cocky, but it's like literally just because you're an athlete and you're good looking. And I think people... That's why you thought I'd be like that? Yeah. I am a bit cocky. Because I like, think... I'm not arrogant, but I'm like, I'm sure enough. Sure no, enough. but like when you're meeting people, you don't act like you're above them and you don't act like you're cocky. And just better than everyone. Like, you're mm. really just normal. I, I want people to like me and I want, I like, I don't, I'm like a people pleaser in that sense. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to, I don't like, if I can avoid it, I'll try to make someone like me, if you know what I mean. And if, and if they're, if, if they're not pulling their weight, it's like, oh, okay, like, I'm not going to share my energy with you and I'll just like, you can go and do your thing, but I feel like a bitch for misjudging. I feel like people misjudge no. good-looking people. <laughs> well, people misjudge you as well. Yeah, I don't have a great rap for myself. I don't think none of them know you though. Only people, literally people, no one. People know your people know your on-screen your on-screen persona, and your on-screen persona is um, uh, the product of someone else's design. Oh, actually, can we talk? Oh, we were talking about this today. So remember how I told you, like, this would have been, like, over, well over a year now. I was supposed to go on a podcast ages ago. It would have been my first podcast ever. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should listen to an episode just to see what they're about, Good you idea. know? You'd learn yeah. From, you'd learn from like, Love Island. Like, in case though. they're horrible people and I just, like, support them unknowingly. Anyway, listen to it. They talking shit about me in their like most recent podcast episode. The guy on there was like making fun of my fucking looks, calling me ugly, telling me if he ever met me face to face, he would just call me ugly to my face. Fucking weirdo saying that about a 20 year old girl. How old was he? FYI. He's like, um, he looks... I don't know. He f- he seems like he's close to thirty, and I like had just turned twenty that year. Because I just yeah right. This is after I got off the show. That's like an example of him just like judging someone with no context, with like nothing to support his judgments. <laughs> like it's mm. okay if you think I'm ugly, but I think there was like a deeper meaning behind that. Like maybe he saw something bad about me online and was like, she's just fucking ugly, whatever. And it's so funny. Like, after I got off that friggin' silly show, I saw, like, I don't know how, like, so many comments about me and people were just making up straight up lies. (laughs) Like, saying they had went to school with me and I was their bully and I was like, I actually went to an all-girls school, so I know for a fact you did not go to that school with me. Boom. Like, stuff like that. Like, like uh, another one, like, I used to be a stripper and I, like, gave all these girls boyfriends, like, lap dances. And I'm like, 
I actually worked at a fuel station, not a strip club. I know that there's can even a be photo, confusing. There's even a photo outside the shop of you cooking chicken. Frying chicken. As a 16-year-old f- kid. <laughs> yes. What's becoming very, very apparent in like uh, on social media and stuff now is that people don't want to hear you say nice things about someone. People don't really care about it because... Oh, if you're a good person, it's like, oh, great, you're like the rest of us because we all like to think of ourselves as as good people. Um, If you say something controversial about someone that other people will disagree with um, or maybe they want to believe it, then everyone else would jump on board and be like, you know what? I think I have met Lexi Thornberry and I'm pretty sure she used to give me wedgies at kindergarten. (laughs) And she... she, (laughs) She she punched and she is a stripper. Yeah, and she punched, punched she punched a cat. She punched the kindergarten cat. She hates animals cat. as well. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she ended up drowning it. But like that's I just I only heard that. Um, no, people people will jump at the um, chance to say something uh, that might um, strike controversy or. Uh, they might get sympathy. Add to negativity. You're, you're, you're saying, I think today, or maybe yesterday, you're saying um, that people will go on TikTok and uh, get clout for saying, yeah, I saw Margot Robbie at um, a restaurant and she abused the wait staff. And she it's was like, so rude. Yeah. It's like, or like, oh yeah, she, she came to my cafe and, yeah. and she left such a mess and she like... Uh, when she left, she like um, pushed an old lady over. <laughs> but, but like people would be like, "No way! Oh my gosh!" It's like it's like everybody's a news a news reporter I now. It's like, I'm, like I would like to report that uh, this happened, and I don't need to show any evidence because, um, you know, you'd have no reason to not believe me. The internet is a very negative place, and people only start like uniting together when they are talking badly about someone else or bringing someone down it's never to like lift someone up it's always if someone is getting cancelled example like Hailey Bieber right now I don't think you know any of that anyway that's an example she's being like cancelled right now and so many people random fucking people are coming out on TikTok like I actually went to school with Hailey Bieber and she was my bully or like um yeah I yeah. met her at a restaurant yeah. and she was so rude to me and I'm like I just don't like she could be yeah but I don't fucking believe you because this people have said the same shit about me and that's why I do not believe rumors yeah. You feel me? Yeah, I get you 100%. And you know what's like uh, the most frustrating thing is that us talking about that is basically just like doubling down on all those people and or just like, you know, you know, that, that it's like a vicious cycle. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because um, uh, you'll come to me with like something that's happened uh, with someone that I don't know, but I'm like, I didn't. I didn't, like, that's not even, you know, I've got my algorithm. That's not something I needed to see. But somehow this negative bullshit's managed to find its way into my ears, you know? It's like, um, 
it's like radio music, you know, like you're going to, it's going to find you. It's going to find you like the Mm. mainstream music. It's going to find you whether (laughs) you want to listen to it or not. Like, um, if you listen to the radio, it's going to, it's going to pop on. It's going to pop out there and be like, Hey, here's Lil Nas X or is that that a a guy? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like, I find it frustrating that you, you can't actually choose what you want to see anymore. And you, like, um, yeah, uh, not like, uh, obviously I'm talking about like social media and stuff, but, um, real life, uh, only real life only really exists in like fleeting moments now. And we've had some really cool moments where we could be like, Oh baby, this is, we're living right now. We'd be like, we'll like, we have, have one of those days where we went to dream world uh, went to a vegan cafe, went up to a waterhole, like found these water uh, waterfalls, went to this Thai restaurant. It was that beautiful. was so fun um, that day. And that was all us on the way back home from, from the Gold Coast. It was like from meant to be, a, yeah, from a holiday. It was meant to be like a 90 minute drive, turned out to be like a, an eight hour day of like, like 10 hour day of like adventuring. It was like, oh, that was, that was like, we, we really lived that day. But, it's so easy to get lost in um in your own algorithm, you know. Yeah. And you don't necessarily get as as much as you think you get to choose what your algorithm looks like. You don't really like it's gonna figure you out and basically say, "This is what yeah. this is what you've been missing." And I want to show you this video of, uh, say, <laughs> your brother <laughs> like showed me that video of uh the guy pulling up on this on the motorbike. And he went to rob this couple, and a car behind him saw it and ran them over. Saw them. It was. It was like, oh, like so. That's that was what your algorithm told you you want to see. I was like, I've never seen any crazy shit like that on my Instagram <laughs> feed. But um, I also haven't heard about Hayley Bieber apparently, and apparently that's oh, a, it's apparently it's a really big deal. It's energy draining. <laughs> Like, Only if you give a no, shit. No, baby. Hayley Bieber <laughs> and Selena Gomez is stuck on my fucking oh. For You page and I don't give a fuck. I don't That's care. That's what you think, but we've been I talking about it for the last care. five minutes. No, like, oh, damn it. Maybe you I know do you need, care. You know what you need to do is you need to like, um, <sighs> what we all need to do. <laughs> I think everybody Break needs to Break our just, fucking phones. Yeah, just chill the fuck out. Don't like, go on go, them anymore. Not go on social media for a bit. But then how will everyone know that I'm having such a fun, cool life? (laughs) Yeah, right. I I use TikTok very, very rarely. I don't consume it at all. So whenever I go on, like, my For You page, I don't think I I only, like, follow, like, four or five people maybe. But whenever I go on my For You page, I'm like, it doesn't know me. It doesn't know me. And so it'll show show me a bunch of stuff and I'll be like, I don't see what the rate, like, all the rave's about. But um, I've 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 st- I've stuck at it a few times, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's figuring me out, and I'm like, nah, I gotta get out of it, gotta get out of it, cause you you I you become a zombie, right? I'm like, I don't want to get good at watching TikTok, you know. That's good. I feel like it's maybe I should just have a break from TikTok, cause it's making me really uh negative lately, because everything I see is just people hating on each other. Yeah. Yep. And it's just making me like, I feel energy drained just watching it. It's oh, so unnatural, so like unnatural. The only shit that gets attention now is like, 
hey, get ready with me while I tell you the story. How my my boyfriend cheated on me with three girls. That's what yours looks like. That's not what mine. I hate it, like. and I'm like, it's I know, but, so but negative and sad. But you know what it is? Is that that that's what the algorithm is telling you you want to see, and for some reason, for for whatever reason, it's basically it's like it's like chewing you up. You yeah, I, mean? I don't like it. And it like comes it. it comes out in. And I feel like it does come out in a negative way because it's like all of a sudden you've got all these insecurities like, oh, well, if um that girl's like boyfriend cheated on her in this way, what's to what's to say that uh, no someone else safe. won't do that? No Ooh. one's safe. You know what? And apparently he was a nice guy too. Shit. Even if you think like it doesn't affect you subconsciously, it could be like, oh, well... That guy cheated on his girlfriend while he had, like, fucking three kids with her. Why wouldn't my boyfriend do the same thing? It's just, like, a toxic way of thinking. Yeah. I don't like it. Anyway, do you think, while we're talking about negativity, sorry, um, (coughs) do you think, like, the hate that me and you will inevitably get and the hate that I've already got are different? Like... For me, I reckon because I was on like a gossiping dramatic show, everybody like makes up rumors about me. But for you, your hate will be like tall poppy syndrome. Does that even make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different brand of like, um, it's all, it's all kind of, it's all envious. I feel like a, a good portion of it is just envy. It's like, uh, you're doing something or you did something that other people uh, haven't done or can't do. Therefore, they feel the the need to go and um, project their own... Insecurities. Um, insecurities or their own failures or their own... Um, you know, like, like I was saying a little bit earlier, I was saying, you know, imagine if you weren't as healthy and as... F- um, fit and as j- you know you, you didn't have the mental clarity that you have now chances are a lot of those people are in that boat and they don't have the ambition and the drive therefore they find themselves um, just seething that other people have these opportunities gifted to them it's like mm. ah like sweetheart if you um, they don't realize as, as like- unfortunate as it is if you weren't as attractive as you are you wouldn't have got on the show if you weren't <laughs> as fit and healthy and you know uh, vibrant as you are you didn't get given that you didn't get given that like you're a, you're a, you're an absolute psychopath when you, you <laughs> the way you train <laughs> like you'll go and rip tear and bust and um that's why people gravitate towards you or or they project their insecurities onto you because chances are you've got something they don't have and it is a it is a slightly different uh, brand of envy or like um, uh, insecurity that people project onto onto you compared to me, but um, it's it's envy's envy's not a bad bad thing to have because um, it just means you're doing well, you know. I don't like when people are looking at a successful person. I'm not talking about myself, by the way. <laughs> just You're so not successful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck man. up, man. Um, but, like, I hate... I saw you trip down the stairs this morning. 
loser. <laughs> I love you, baby. Yeah. But I really hate when people look at successful people and they're like, ugh, they just got handed all those opportunities on a silver platter yeah. and they like forget to realize or process like, hey, um, that person has actually been working towards that for the last 10 years of their life like it's it didn't wasn't just an overnight success yeah um my my take on that is everything like everybody everybody's problems are relative to themselves so um if you have never experienced hardships chances are something very minor is going to really disrupt you because you actually don't know how to um, react to any adversity. So um, I had a friend that um, was that character and uh, she, you know, she had a wealthy family um, and she had everything she needed and she just always like looked like she was on the brink of crying and it was like, what's wrong? And most of the time there was absolutely nothing wrong but it was like um at the the very slightest thing would happen like um uh, she had an argument with her dad or her um her mum got a new boyfriend oh that that separated and they got, got a new boyfriend and it's like it's the end of the world it's like let your parents be fucking happy let your parents be okay. like just like you're, you're 20 your mid-20s like fucking leave it you know oh. but is people, this still your friend? No, no, no. Um, people that don't have any adversity to face, their problems will be just as big as someone that is facing adversities. Does that make sense? So um, I don't think I have a difficult life, um, but I do very difficult shit, which uh, would be my training, which would be like to, to other people getting in the ring and fighting someone that's trained all their life to beat the shit out of people it's pretty daunting but to me it's what i do therefore it's like um i'm not gonna go out of my way and say that my life is harder than someone that has to stand at a checkout for 10 hours of the day to pay their their uh their power bill or their their rent you know what i mean because that sounds like hell i don't want to do that well i'm pretty happy doing what i'm doing but um for people that don't have the adversity and uh, don't have the drive um they're gonna sit there and they're gonna th they're gonna think that the world is happening to them but um at the end of the day they are just not they haven't equipped themselves or life hasn't equipped them for uh for hardships and you're you're experiencing hardships now you're experiencing um obviously like you you have like uh there's always going to be it's just gossip and drama like all that shit's difficult there's um yeah there's uh starting a new podcast which is completely foreign and <laughs> me and you are figuring this out together the hard <laughs> watch way watch the youtube the tutorial way. before oh, this man. yeah <laughs> watch, watching youtube tutorials oh man oh woe is me but like there's i don't think that you're you're not the kind of person that uh sits back and goes like man the world is really happening to me it's like happening for you and you're going out and taking uh, opportunities to to learn and to, to grow and to be better, which is life, baby. I think, and my, my mom has said this to me as well, like, 
I have been through some bad things, <laughs> what yeah. I could say, yeah. in my life, <clears throat> which I'm not fucking saying yeah. on this podcast. But um, she was kind – my mom always was, like, so positive about it and was kind of like, hey, Lexi, if you can get through all of this while you're this young, like – you're getting through the worst now. It's going to be easy from here. Not easy, but like she kind of was encouraging me to be like, hey, um, um, it's better to get through the hard shit now and experience all the stuff you're going through right now yeah. than to like do it later in life and be completely shocked by yeah. it. Never experienced something like this before. And you're just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. that's true. Like, I feel like even though going through bad things and experiencing those things is was horrible at the time, yeah. I'm like, when, as I grow older, even though I'm fucking 22 and I still know nothing, I will be more prepared and, you know, I've, like, been through it before and I'll be like, yeah, I can. It's not going to be, like, the end of the world. So be, yeah. It's not gonna be a shock because you know you know what evils out there. You know uh, what people are capable of. You know what, um, <coughs> yeah. You know you know you know that there's like bad shit out there, but you're gonna be uh, well equipped for whatever's whatever's. Yeah, but it kind of made me coming. hopeful. Like, if you are going through a bad time in the present moment it's all for good reason because it means like maybe it will save you from going through those fucked things when you're older yeah, yeah. and that's like what made me like have hope and still stay positive and i'm like true yeah you know yeah 100 percent. i like that she told me that <laughs> yeah well like um having uh having scars just means that you have like you know you grow through it, like, um, I think it's, I think, yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you everybody's going to experience loss, um, at some point in their life, and yeah. if you, if you're a 50 year old, and you haven't experienced loss, oh man, it's going to be so difficult, it's going to be so tough, that's true, you know what I mean, um, and yeah, it's like, um, the, the, yeah, the, the world, the world, like, the world is always going to offer, like, um, like difficult challenges, and it's like, well, we're like we're built for it, right? We're built for we're built to be resilient, and um, it's kind of up to us to actually like decide how well or like how we go about those those difficult times. Um, yeah, I think I think, baby, I think you're gonna be okay. You know what? You know what? I think. You're gonna I'm gonna be, be okay. fine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel great. Listen, I'm not going through anything hard at the moment. Don't. Baby, you're beautiful. You <laughs> like what? What? What more do you need? You know, <laughs> um, uh, how hard could life be being bitch, as good looking up. as you are? Yeah, you're right. It's a blessing and a it's curse. It's like people just um, like you'd be like, hey, oh man, I need some makeup. Oh. Um, oh, th there's like three or four DMs being like, hey, do you want to wear our stuff? And you'll be like, hey, I think like fine. every person listening to this right now is going to want to punch me. you. 
<laughs> and then you'd be like, you'd be like, oh man, really need some, um, really need some new like clothes. And then you go into your DMs and it's like, oh, hey, like, do you want to wear all our clothes and we'll give you money for it? And you're like, oh, man, fine. I kind of hate influencers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, no, but like. You're the worst. Some influencers gosh. have, like, lost their concept on reality. Yeah. Like one bitch on the internet was like, oh my gosh, guys, it's 5 p.m. It's five o'clock and I've just finished for the day. Try yeah. being an influencer for the day. And I'm like, uh, did she forget that working till 5 p.m. is very normal? Like I said, baby, it's all relative. To them, They that, that's, that's the longest day they've ever worked. So for them, it's a big deal. And uh, <laughs> they have a lot of followers and a lot of people watching it. A lot of them are thinking the same thing. But um, a lot of them are still watching it and it's coming up on their algorithm. So, baby, don't get chewed up by it, eh? Because it's like I find myself, I find myself, um, like I'm I'm not immune to like being envious. That, like I've, I remember being a kid, there were just like other kids at school that are better at something that I, that I wanted to be good at. And I'd be like, like, why do you get that? Like, why do you get that gift? Why do you get this um, this ability to just like uh, run faster than everybody else? Why do you get this ability to just like uh, bowl people over and like rugby and stuff? And I was like, I was like, nah. Like I was purely just envy, and it's like that's um, that's fine. But as long as you recognize it, um, yeah, it's fine. But like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't ever want to get chewed up by that um that machine you won't i think the machine as in like the algorithm ai ai is already taking over like i'm not sure if people are aware of it but um (laughs) think about it think about it no so so you you go onto your phone and this 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 little robot tells you what you want to see. It it, find, it finds out what you what you like, and then it will take you down a rabbit hole of what they think you might want to see. And before long, uh, they have changed your whole concept of reality. So if if you if 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 you see things that make you uncomfortable on TikTok or on Instagram social media, all of a sudden. Um, your brain thinks, I have to be more careful about so-and-so. I have to be more um, uh, skeptical of such-and-such. Such. It's like, why? Because your phone told you to. It just told you what you wanted That's to see. Scary. It showed you what you wanted to see. AI is already, like, taken over. I 100% believe that. Like, it's already it's already taken hold. Like, um, I have so many more examples of this, but, like... For another podcast. That's for, for my Dave. That's for my Dave Logic. <laughs> yeah. Baby, you actually need to start a podcast called Dave Logic. Nah. Um. <laughs> by the way, for anyone who didn't get it, but like, Dave is my boyfriend, and. Well, not officially. <laughs> hey, don't fucking say that, man. Yeah, we're just life companions. I'm his carer. <laughs> Um, She's just looking after Soon me. to be on his 28th birthday. I had so many more questions to ask you, 
But like, we just went off on random ass topics. My podcast, baby. Maybe I can do it on another episode because I actually have funny. Maybe we can do like a funny like baby, relationship podcast and talk. You about know, we did that chat about the the, the dick sand. The dick sand. Yeah, didn't enjoy that at all. He wasn't into honest. that. No, it's like it's like. I'm it's, sure you were. Baby, it's, Who it's wants to talk it's, about it's dick bre- sand as a man? I think it's breeding that same ins- uh, the same insecurity that I was just talking about. People will listen to it and be like, "Oh my gosh, like <laughs> I've been in the dick sand for three years." No, but that is good. Oh. That is like yeah, telling okay, girls yeah. like, "Hello, stop being a fucking doormat to douchebags." Boom, end of podcast. Anyway, um, I roger that. thank you everyone for listening. This is Dave Logic. Make sure you write in any funny stories you have or questions you would like me to like read out an answer. Send them in. Yeah, send them in. Anyway, follow my Talk Sexy with Lexi podcast and my personal and my beautiful boyfriend, David Nika, on Instagram. If you want to put a face to a voice, wait, a voice to a face. Anyway, this is the end of the podcast. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.